Hey homies. I'm Katie. I'm Sydney. And this is Something Sick. gosh you're gonna use them all up today <laughs> yeah i'll forget that one before next week <laughs> she's been doing that while we were testing the mics don't know why neither do i but uh the man at met map is from the bachelor from the bachelorette shout out to that dude his name is connor but not the nashville connor yeah not the, the other connor that no one knows even us i do not know his. i name. can remember his face very clearly in that moment yeah, <laughs> and he did that but that's it yeah um no one else cares yeah anyway just needed to explain why katie did that why because oh. um in true crime news they may have identified the zodiac oh yeah i heard about it from my my sister <laughs> <laughs> and i immediately texted sydney yeah which i hadn't seen it yeah but here's the deal guys we all know zodiac is the case that i find the most fascinating i am not convinced yet that's okay. I need to see more hard evidence. Because some of the stuff, literally their report, they're like, that's five coincidences. And it's like, coincidences do not a serial killer make. No. Yeah. <laughs> Have it, you had that saying in your back pocket? No, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking about it. I told Katie, I was like, guess how many coworkers of mine are going to ask me about it? So many. And all of them did. All of them. Because <laughs> they know that I have this podcast and I love, true not crime. love serial killers, love true crime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. People keep asking me my opinion on the Gabby Petito stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know anything. I just want them more. to freaking find him. Yeah. Everyone keep an eye out. Seriously. Anyways. So, um, yeah, we will keep you updated. I'm definitely going to cover Zodiac at some point. Yeah. But now I want to wait a little more to see if any of this pans out. I understand. So we'll see. It's definitely like I have a book. I have all the like stuff ready. Like I'm ready to start like diving in, but I am going to wait a little bit more. But yeah. yeah. And I want to do Ted Bundy guys. Yeah. But we need to go because to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, because his car is there. And like his OJ's car is also there. OJ's car is also (laughs) there. But they also have his like teeth mold and I know stuff like and that. i want to see all of that which is not glorifying him we're no. just fascinated by it yeah but he's freaking gross and disgusting oh so. yes no um if you glorify serial killers no and if you're you attracted me to ted out. bundy that's <clears throat> weird he's not no cute no anyway just who did, to clarify who did that we say oh we were talking we watched the show you and we were saying that pen is it bagley i, I don't know how to say it but yeah he looks like ted bundy he does especially in that show yeah because he does he like plays the, the eyes. crazy eyes really well yeah but like when he was doing it at one point in the show i was like he could have played a good ted, ted bundy. bundy yeah zach efron did really well too yeah but he looks really like him it's yeah. creepy it's kind of weird i think it's also the way he dresses yeah and like his posture yeah but anyways yeah. anyway not that we need another ted bundy movie because no, we, we don't. definitely don't but anyway so but just just some opinions yeah i also love you pin bagley or however oh yeah that show is creepy in a great way (laughs) not trying to offend you no you look like ted bundy but it's very well done (laughs) yeah and also big sky is back so yay we're so excited if you haven't seen big sky you should definitely literally it will have your jaw dropping every episode (laughs) it's so good 
every episode, it's like sometimes there's an episode where I'm like, uh, I'm not as interested. And then the last 30 seconds, I'm like, what just happened? And how did they get me hooked? Yeah, again? they're really good at getting you hooked, even like when they bring in new plot lines and stuff. And you're like, uh, yeah, like I don't want to learn all these new characters. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Anyway, so, so that was a lot to cover. But, you know, got to keep you updated. Yeah. Got to get the momentum going. I'm very sleepy today. So Okay. But I think this is going to be an interesting one and it's, a sad one. So Yeah. So our case today is really kind of two cases a little bit. It's more one, but there's a little bit of background that we need to talk about. Um, and also up front, this one is pretty rough for a lot of reasons. Um, it deals with the death of a child. And there's also a discussion of suicide. So if you need to skip this one for any of those reasons, do it. Totally get it. That's fine. So... For the record, I am not excited <laughs> about these topics, but yeah, I mean, we're here. At, I, yeah, no one should like be this. excited no. about them. So, no. but it's important. It is important. Rebecca Maui, I think that's how you say her middle name, Zahao, was born in Burma in March 15th, on March 15th, 1979. And she lived in Nepal and Germany for some time before her family moved to the United States when she was 22, which is our age is crazy you're telling people i think we've already said that but anyway um her family moved to missouri and she started working as an ophthalmic technician where in missouri i don't know i knew you were gonna ask me that and i was gonna say i don't know well anyway you knew it was coming in 2002 at 23 years old rebecca married neil nalepa and they later divorced in 2010. And while they were still married in 2008, Rebecca began dating Jonah Shacknai. And I honestly can't tell if it was like an affair or they were already separated. Okay. It's like not super clear. I think they were already separated, but okay. So don't she had totally a husband know. and then she had a boyfriend. Yes. So when she started dating Jonah Shacknai, Rebecca was 30 and he was 51. It's a little bit of an age gap, which is fine. They're both at adults, least they're older. But yeah. yeah, when she got married at like to her first husband, she was 23 and he was 36. Oh, which is that makes us. me so uncomfortable <gasps> dating a 35 year old. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> it's not like it's not weird, but it feels really, really weird. We're at a very different stage yeah. of life. Anyway, <laughs> so Jonah Shacknai was the CEO of Medi- Medici's Pharmaceutical, and he was making bank. These are a lot of interesting names for you to pronounce. I had to look them all up. Okay. Don't, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Um, and so one of pharmaceuticals. The, yeah. Gus from Gus. Psych. Yeah. Um, one of the things that his company produced was an alternative to Botox, which is cool. Uh, you can tell that he <laughs> partook. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, if that's your thing, Same. cool. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but this guy kind of sucks, so I'm going to make fun of how he looks a little okay. bit. So, yeah, you let's know. do it. Um, I'm also going to show you what he looks like, what they looked like. Because also, she looks like a movie star. Like, she is... Oh so gorgeous i feel like i've seen people that look like that before <laughs> he kind of looks like a who a little bit i don't know <laughs> she looks familiar to me and probably for no reason but but anyway so that's them just wanted you to yeah that's how it is so women dating men that are beneath them <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we're gonna say yeah. um but he was the ninth highest paid ceo in arizona so, I mean, it's doing pretty well. Yeah. How many people live in Arizona? <laughs> I don't know. But he makes um, a lot more money than me, I'm sure. <laughs> We're like, 
I don't know. It's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Living in our really crappy apartment. With our furniture from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, he had two previous marriages and a few children. Um, but the one kid of his that we're mostly going to be discussing is his son, Maxfield Aaron Shackney, who went by Max. And yeah. Max was a very happy, normal six-year-old boy. And... In the summer of 2011, Jonah took his family to Coronado, which is in San Diego on the California coast, and they vacationed in Spreckles Mansion. Hmm. It's really fancy. I'm looking it up. Um, Unless you already have a picture. I don't have a picture of that. I do have other pictures for you, but that's okay. Um, And he brought along Rebecca and Max, and his ex-wife, Dina Romano, was staying just down the street weird and i think she did because max was there so yeah. it was like so they could like co-parent this and i think so coronados yep. yeah spreckles mansion Mate. um and rebecca's 13 year old sister xena also came to visit this while lady. they were there um the spreckles mansion has 10 bedrooms and 11 bathrooms this is i don't know this is not even more and more familiar mm-hmm. to me the more we're talking about. i think you'll know it yeah the, how many bedrooms and bathrooms 10, 10 bedrooms 11 bathrooms that's excessive. Yep. It's right on the ocean. It's huge. Yeah. The fact that people are vacationing in houses like this. Yeah. And it's like, there are like five people staying there. They don't need 10 bedrooms. Like, no. Why spend the money? I guess if you want the location, but there's other places on the water. It's ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> so on July 11th, 2011, Jonah left the mansion to take his children from his first marriage to the airport. So I think they had been staying for a little while and yeah. they were going home to like be with their mom again is there a documentary about this i'm sure there's many i feel like we've watched one maybe i don't remember Uh, sorry i mean i definitely watched stuff about this one because i find it very interesting but i don't remember if we watched it together okay sorry i keep like (laughs) i'm like this sounds so familiar yeah but you should just keep talking okay I'll, i'll figure it out so he took his children to the airport and then he went to a gym a few blocks away Meanwhile, Rebecca was back at the mansion with Max and her sister, Zena, and Rebecca was in a downstairs bathroom, and she heard a crash, and oh, then I she heard- definitely know. Okay. I definitely watched something about yes. this. Um, and she heard their dog, Ocean, barking, and so she left the bathroom and found six-year-old Max on the floor by the staircase- His Razor scooter was on his leg, and then the chandelier was in pieces around him. It wasn't, like, on top of him, but it was, like, around him. And when when Rebecca found him, he was conscious, and she reported that he said the word ocean, which, like I said, was the dog's name. Mm -hmm. And Rebecca called for Zena, who had been taking a shower in a bathroom on the second floor, and told her to call 911. And around this time, Rebecca also called Jonah, like, freaking out, obviously. And he ran home home immediately and by the time he got there he saw medics placing max into an ambulance Mm. it's really upsetting so max had somehow taken a fall off of the second story banister and i'm going to clarify the shape of the staircase and i'm going to show you a picture too Mm -hmm. because like whenever i heard podcasts like i kind of envisioned just like one long staircase yeah but it's basically like a u-shaped staircase with one like long landing so you like go up a few steps turn left and like walk pretty far before going up more steps so that's what it looks like okay so it's not like he could have just like fallen straight down the staircase yeah and like taken the chandelier with him Mm -hmm. it's not like that kind of staircase yeah so From his fall, Max suffered a spinal cord injury as well as a fractured facial, as 
fractured facial bones. Mm-hmm. Um, doctors theorized that based on his family history, that Max could possibly have had a hereditary heart rhythm that could have caused seizures. Mm-hmm. And so essentially they think he could have literally just had like essentially a heart attack yeah. before falling down the stairs. Poor baby. How old is he again? Six. Ugh. I know. And there are a lot of other theories of what happened. The primary theory is that it was just a horrible accident accident. like that he had been playing on the second floor like riding his scooter or something or like playing with a dog even Mm -hmm. and you know hit the banister and fell over yeah um some people also theorize that like i said the dog could have gotten in the way like and he swerved to avoid hitting Mm -hmm. ocean or something like that maybe that's why he said ocean yeah or maybe he just wanted ocean there like to to comfort comfort him but when he was taken into the hospital he was unresponsive and he was put in the icu around the time that he was in the ambulance or um at some point when the paramedics were around they overheard rebecca saying quote dina is going to kill me mm-hmm. which is the mom yeah so dina was entirely confident that foul play was involved in max's accident and she hired a private investigator that concluded that max's center of gravity would be too low for him to go over the railing mm-hmm. and that he couldn't have done it and also like brought the scooter with him yeah which it's like i, I he get is it a small i'm sure he's small right mm-hmm. yeah but for me i'm like if he went at it at an angle yeah. and not over the banister at like its height but like where over, it starts like, to rail- slope yeah 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 there's also shag carpet in the upstairs hallway that would have prevented him from really like quickly riding his scooter yeah but it's also like kids will do whatever like yeah <laughs> like they'll try whatever mm-hmm. um they also said that there were no marks on max's hands to indicate that he grabbed the chandelier on his way down but he wouldn't have necessarily had to have grabbed it yeah he could have just hit it yeah there also were dents and white paint on the bottom of max's scooter that matched up with dents on the staircase so this like the scooter definitely went over yeah. with him. Some people theorize that he was maybe like going to try a trick or something like going mm. down the railing on the scooter, huh. which Max's mom is adamant that he would not have done that. She's like, he is not like a daredevil. Yeah. So I don't believe that. I like I can't picture no. any six year old doing that. I can. <laughs> Some six-year-olds are crazy. I mean, yeah, I guess. But I don't know. It's a very bold move. Yeah. Second, st- or on the like top story, maybe on the middle one. Yeah, but they could be excited and not, they don't think through yeah, the consequences always. Of This can go bad. Yeah. So. Not um, that I think that that's what happened, but I can yeah. definitely see a six-year-old doing that. That's fair. Um, That's pretty much all of the evidence and all the stuff I have on Max. Mm-hmm sad yeah it's really sad i think it's an accident i think it's an accident too there's no motive there's no like evidence to indicate foul play yeah why would they have called the cops if they were like trying to hide their involvement yeah so yeah i don't i don't know so the family all kind of rallied together to support each other while max was in the hospital so dina called her twin sister nina to come to the hospital to be there for max (laughs) it's very confusing yeah so rebecca picked up nina from the airport and nina claims that rebecca rebecca was acting strange which is like obviously she's gonna be acting strange you're her boyfriend's ex's ex's sister sister. yeah and like she also just her boyfriend's son just had a horrible accident she's not gonna be acting normal no nina says that she asked rebecca about the accident and where max had fallen from and she said that rebecca responded quote he fell from the bedroom which 
like doesn't make sense obviously yeah but it's also like maybe rebecca meant like i left him in his bedroom that's the last place i saw him kind of thing yeah so to me it kind of just seems like nina was like really trying to pry and like being kind of rude and also they could have changed any part of the story yeah to blame it on it's they very clearly didn't like rebecca yeah so obviously they're they're gonna gonna try and make her out to look bad yeah so yeah not saying that they're liars entirely but you know they could which is like stuff up it's already a weird situation to be in to be meeting your boyfriend's ex and her sister Sister, yeah let alone in the circumstances so it's understand like they're not gonna love each other that's understandable but um the next day rebecca also picked up jonah's younger brother adam shacknai from the airport adam was 48 and he lived in memphis and he made his living as a tugboat operator i do remember (laughs) okay i think he did it yeah <laughs> i do remember yeah as soon as you said the brother i was like that's my anyway yeah. everyone that's spoiler that's who i think did it. i mean same so we're gonna talk about okay, it a lot good <laughs> the brother is pretty what, much two theories yeah the brother is who brought me fully confirmed Great. that i know katie this. knows what we're talking about now <laughs> yes i just didn't know the woman's name rebecca yeah. that's her name right yes okay so that night Adam, Jonah, and Rebecca had dinner together. And Adam said that Rebecca wasn't eating and was pretty quiet, which once again, like, duh. Yeah. It's just like, they're all like, well, she was acting weird. And it's like, I'm sure you're all it's acting weird. It's a weird, weird. situation like, to be in. So yeah, it all just, it's so ridiculous. Um, Max at the time was on life support in the ICU, but his condition was relatively stable, which makes sense why they were like okay we're, we're gonna step out like we need to go eat yeah they have to eat yep so unfortunately a few days later on july 16th max shacknai died from complications of brain injuries from his fall mm. but i want to like hammer home that yeah. at the point at this point he was in stable condition yeah. in the icu mm-hmm. so it wasn't in- i'll talk a little bit more but it wasn't until the next morning or next day that they even had any indication that he might not make it yeah so mm-hmm. just keep that in mind um also that day on july on july 12th xena flew home to missouri she was 13 and she was like i want to go <laughs> oh i didn't know she was that young. yeah yeah so um and so the night of july 12th jonah was staying in the ronald mcdonald house on hospital grounds to be close to max and rebecca had also taken ocean to a kennel Mm. and then i think dina was also staying at the hospital Mm -hmm. so you know the family's doing all they can to be there for max and rebecca stayed at spreckles mansion um adam slept in the guest house at spreckles mansion which is also huge and then Rebecca Why is there stayed. a guest house when there's 10 bedrooms? I don't know. But the guest house is also huge. And then she stayed in the 27-room mansion by herself. <laughs> so, yeah. Unnecessary amount of space. It's ridiculous. But anyways. Anyways. According to Adam, he told Rebecca before he went to the guest house, quote, which is like when you're like, you're directly quoting something you said to her, like, yeah. okay, sure. <laughs> like, you remember exactly what you said. No. He said, I know something about grief. If there's something you want to talk about or whatever, I'm around. And he was referring to his mother who had passed away, which like, okay, yeah, that's hard. But like, you also don't know. That's not similar to this situation no. at all. No. But okay. All right. Sure. We'll, we'll let it slide. Yeah. Um. So. Will we let it slide? No. <laughs> no. I don't like him at all. So according to Adam, Adam. he, after Adam. saying this to her, 
fine. No, don't bring that into this. <laughs> um, he wished Rebecca a good night and then called his girlfriend because he had a girlfriend, uh, took an Ambien and went to sleep early. Yeah, I believe that. At like 8 p.m. Okay, Sydney Owen. <laughs> <laughs> my last name, ma'am. I mean, I guess I put my stuff on Instagram and stuff anyway. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, Sydney so. bleep. <laughs> um, Sydney goes to bed that early. I do. I'm an old woman. So allegedly at some point that night, Jonah left a message for Rebecca telling her that Max was brain dead and that he needed to decide whether to donate his organs. However, this message was never heard by police because it had been deleted from Rebecca's phone. And also the doctors ordered tests for Max on Wednesday, which was the next morning. And those tests were the first indications that Max might not survive. Okay. So why would Jonah be calling her yeah, to say that? That's weird. It's very weird. Yeah. Don't know. That's mm-hmm. all just very strange. So early the next morning, Adam, quote, decided to go get some coffee from the main house. Okay. So he gets up early and as he walked towards the mansion, he saw Rebecca. And this is where it gets rough again. So if anyone yeah. needs to skip ahead. Um, Rebecca was naked and hanging from a red rope from the second story balcony. And her hands and feet were bound behind her. And there was a blue long sleeve t-shirt stuffed in her mouth. Ugh. Yeah. So at 6.48 a.m. on July 13th, 2011, Adam called 911. And this 911 call. I have definitely seen a documentary about this because I think they had the clip of the 911. Oh, I listened to the whole thing. Yeah. It's so insane. So the first thing he says, quote, I got a girl hung herself. Yeah. Two things. One, she is 32. She's a a woman. And B, I don't know if I said one or A. (laughs) B. I think you said one. (laughs) Anyway, he knows her. Like, this is not just like a girl. Like, he knows her. And something about that, just like he's distancing himself from it. Yeah. Um. After that, he says, and quote, did he like her? I mean, like they went out to dinner. Yeah. It's like, it's not just like someone he knew in passing. This is his yeah. brother's girlfriend. Yeah. They've been dating for three years at this point. Yeah. So they know each other. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And then after that, he says, quote, same place you got the kid yesterday. What? <laughs> First of all, Max's accident had been two days ago. Yeah. So that's not correct which okay like you can make that mistake yeah but also the kid yeah that's his nephew yeah like once again that's just like completely distancing yourself from the situation your nephew's in the hospital yeah and i would assume your motive is because of the state he is in (laughs) your net what your nephew is in so it's like why are you distancing same place you got the kid it's weird so the operator then asked for the full address because they need the address. Yeah. And he says, let me call you back. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, uh, that's not how this works. No. And she's like, no, no. Um, and like later on in the call, he keeps like being annoyed with the operator being like, why, why can't you find the address for me? Like I told you, it's the same place you came yesterday. And she's, and she's like, like, we didn't come. Yeah. Like, first of all, yesterday. they didn't come there yesterday. So it's like, Weird. anyway, um, the operator then asked, is she alive? To which Adam said, I don't know. And he kind of like puts the phone down, I assume. And this is when there's a lot of ambient noise. And you kind of just vaguely hear him in the background um, yelling things like no and damn it 
and effing kidding me. Uh, and so all of this is happening. This is the rest of like Adam's story of what was going on yeah, while they're yeah. hearing that on the call. So he ran inside, grabbed a knife from the kitchen and dragged a broken three-legged table out to where Rebecca was, what? stood on it and cut her down, which to his credit, if it really was a suicide, that is the right thing. Yeah. Because on the call, they asked him like, did you cut her down? Yeah. But if it wasn't. Yeah. Then he's he's just getting his DNA everywhere. Yeah. So. I mean, it doesn't sound like a suicide to me with her hands and feet found behind her. (laughs) So after cutting her down, he took the shirt out of her mouth and tried to administer CPR, even though at this point, rigor mortis had started setting in, Yeah. which by the time he got her down, he would have been able to tell that she was yeah oh yeah yeah. (laughs) um and then you can hear him on the phone call yelling are you alive (laughs) are you serious Mm -hmm. i um yeah by now he's also his acting skills are terrible yeah by now he's also been on the phone for over two minutes yeah so he clearly knows she's been hanging for a long Long time. time yeah are you alive yeah no i i don't like this man at all yeah So the operator then asked if Rebecca was beyond help. And he said, I'm doing chest compressions right now. And Rebecca's sister noted. Find out the address. Yeah. You idiot. Rebecca's sister noted that he like he says it directly into the phone. And Rebecca's sister is a nurse. And she was like, if he was really doing chest compressions at that second, Mm -hmm. you like you can't do chest compressions while holding a phone to your ear. Yeah. Like that's not so. Okay. Not necessarily true. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the scene now. I think he eventually like ran outside, like ran out to the mailbox or something to get (laughs) the address. I think he eventually got it to them. But and wasn't she outside? She was like, there's like essentially like a courtyard between the guest house and the back of the mansion. So she was like there, but not in front, not in the the front of the house. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. The body of the t-shirt was wrapped around her neck three times and then the sleeves were knotted and like shoved into her mouth as like a gag. Um, The same type of red rope that was tied around her neck was also tied around her hands and feet. And the other end of the rope was tied around the bed frame in her room. And they know. Yeah. Is one of the theories suicide? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and tell you. any of this sound like to any normal person like a suicide the police concluded that it is suicide and they stand by that they How does will not this change their minds sound like i mean they're wealthy but it's like this doesn't even sound remotely like a suicide yeah the police stand by claiming this is suicide and it oh. is so absurd to me i'm it makes me so mad yeah the second you say she was gagged and had her hands and feet tied behind her, yep. you know that it's not. And well, to clarify, her feet were just tied together, okay. but her hands were behind her. Yeah, but it's like, but how did she, you can't do that to yourself. Oh, yeah. We got plenty oh, of, oh my God. I've got a lot. So, and I remember like the other theory. I remember what, I mean, he's a tugboat <laughs> captain. I remember, yeah. I now remember, I was just, yeah. just like, I'm mad. Me too. <laughs> That's the thing. This one makes me so there's a very Ooh. clear answer as yeah. to what happened. Yeah. News outlets got a hold of the story and sent a helicopter. No. Which captured footage of Rebecca's body still naked uh, and put it on the news. So it's on the internet. I think like I th- they blurred it out on the news, obviously. Okay, good. So I'm pretty sure most of it is blurred. Okay. There's good. probably some out there that aren't, which is so messed up. Yeah. 
I just wanted to um, know if I was looking at photos of this case, if that would be something I need to look out for. You didn't see any of it, right? I mean, I, I avoided those pictures because okay, I didn't want to see them. Okay, good. But she was out there for 12 hours uh, uh. before the San Diego medical examiner arrived. Like 12 after, hours after, after the, the phone, phone call. call. And who knows how long she was out there beforehand. Yes. They did not cover her up. Mm-mm. They didn't arrive for 12 hours. That's ridiculous. Which, okay, we talked about in Kanika Jenkins that the ME didn't show up in that case for three hours, and Tw- that was a ridiculous yeah. amount of time. It took them 12, 12. hours. No. That is absurd. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So, which to me, it's just like, there's so much also proof of this case being ridiculously mishandled. Yeah. And also this case and that Kenneka Jenkins case are women Women of of color. color. (laughs) Yep. So the Emmy concluded that Rebecca's official cause of death was suicide by hanging. Uh, uh. um, Because she had injury to her neck and then she also had fractures to her left arm and then multiple scattered abrasions on her back, arms and legs, which they concluded came from her falling at an angle and like hitting like plants around the balcony, which the plants around the balcony for one aren't like huge. They're not like massive trees or anything. And also if she felt like bruises and abrasions like that don't really form like they don't develop no. much after death no so i don't know anything about no. medicine or any of that but that doesn't make sense to me i just her hands are tied behind her back oh, yeah. you're gonna get so mad during i'm this already case. so angry toxicology reports showed that there were no drugs or alcohol in her system and then they also put her time of death around 3 a.m on july 13th so she had been out there for about three hours. So 15 hours before the yep. people came. Yep. Mm, I'm mad. Me too. <laughs> On the floor near the bed was a plastic garbage bag, a small paintbrush, a large paintbrush, a small kitchen knife, and a large kitchen knife. And the knives were theoretically used to cut the red rope into the three sections. And there was also a tube of black paint. Oh, yeah. And this paint was used to paint a message on a door in the bedroom. Yeah. Which said, quote, she saved him. Can you save her? Why would she write that? It makes no sense. First of all, if this was a suicide, it's she wouldn't be asking to be saved. No. And then also, why would she, she write like, like that? And she also wouldn't have claimed to save Max. No, if the whole like the whole theory is that she felt so much guilt, yeah, from Max's accident that she committed suicide. Yeah. Why would she say she saved him? But also, why would she, she say she? Like, yeah, why is she using? It's the third person, and yeah. so it, none of it makes sense. No, there's no reason for her to have written that. No, she doesn't so. really seem like the dramatic type. Also, yeah. so. There was also black paint found on Rebecca's breasts, which indicated that if she had written it, she would have already been naked. Yeah. Which is just weird. Yeah. Rebecca's hands and feet were tied with a cleat hitch knot and a slip knot. She doesn't know what that is because I don't know what that is and we're the same age. She's 33 at this point. Okay, so it was a lot later. Okay, (laughs) we are not the same age. (laughs) But But at 33, I will still not know what that is. Yeah. So these knots, they're not exclusively used for nautical purposes, but they are oftentimes used in boating, which, you know, Adam worked on tugboats for like 15 years. Um, 
it's behind her back. Yeah. So these knots are definitely more basic, but like if you don't know how to tie them, you can't just do it. No. And people were like, oh, well, they're in Coronado. Like they went out on the boat on the water. That doesn't mean she learned how to do it behind her back to herself. Yes. And Rebecca had literally complained to her family like, I want to go out on the boat more. Like Jonah never takes me out on the boat. Yeah. It doesn't teach me anything. Yeah. Same. And I will. I don't know anything. I will mention later how they think that she tied her hands. They think she tied her hands in the front and slipped one out, put it behind her back. Oh, what? And put her hand back in. Whatever. Yeah. We'll get into that too. But if if anyone ever finds me dead with my hands behind my back tied, you know, it wasn't me putting that out there. Or if you find me dead on a trail, I wasn't running. I I was not hiking, I swear. (laughs) Just a lot of this stuff. I'm just like, yeah. This was not a suicide. It was very poorly handled, the investigation. Yeah. We're about to talk about another reason that I think that the police okay. just proved they Is it gonna make me weren't angry? doing their job. I, this one's not, I mean. I mean, I'll be mad. Yeah. So Rebecca's feet were very dirty, which lined up with the dirt and also bare footprints that were found on the balcony. There was also a boot print on the balcony. She's barefoot. Yes. And police claimed that this boot print was a police boot, but- First of all, they why didn't they have booties on over their boots? Yeah. So first of all, they didn't test the boot print to prove that. Okay. Like they showed no evidence to prove that it was a police boot. Second, that proves that they took the pictures and stuff after stepping all over, over the crime. crime scene. Yeah. That's so dumb. That's not how you do it. I've never done anything <laughs> in CSI or any of that. And I know. Why would you wrong. step all over a crime scene and then take pictures? Yeah. I don't know if anyone could hear that little scream. Little, she's screeching. No DNA other than Rebecca's was found in the bedroom. Coincidence. So we're, but we are going to talk about that a little bit too. That we know of. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they did find it. Maybe they got paid off. I think there's definitely some of that. Oh, yeah. A neighbor that lived a couple doors down reported hearing a woman screaming the night of Rebecca's murder or death. Sorry. Oh, I we mean, were saying her yeah. murder. When police interviewed this neighbor, they pretty much just brushed her off. They were like, it was someone else. And it's like, this <laughs> is a million dollar neighborhood. They're not just hearing screaming every night. Why would someone be screaming if they were <laughs> not being attacked? And then they kind of tried to say like, oh, there were some teenagers like hanging out outside that night. It was teenagers. Why are they screaming? And she was like, I heard someone screaming, help me. Mm. And she also was like, I am Adam. Like, she was adamant. This was not a teenage girl. Yeah. This was a woman. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm just. Yeah. I don't even know what else to say about all this. So we're going to take a little break from the crime scene to talk about when Jonah found out about this. Great. Can't wait to be unimpressed by oh you're gonna be less than unimpressed (laughs) so jonah and dina were at max's side when adam called jonah to tell him what had happened and jonah stepped out of the room to take the phone call and when he returned to the room he told dina that rebecca had killed herself and according to dina he then pantomimed stabbing himself in the stomach Mm, yeah thinking of the oj clip (laughs) oh no (laughs) Yeah, so he pantomimed stabbing himself in the stomach. Um, Dina asked... What a weird reaction. (laughs) Oh, it gets worse. So Dina asked why she had killed herself, as if he knows, because first of all, they don't know. They have not been there. They shouldn't know anything at this point. No. And Jonah just replied, Asian honor. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. 
So it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> Which, first off, it's like there is no part of him pantomiming, stabbing himself that is okay. No. Why did he do that? So to me, I'm like, I, I'm assuming he's thinking of seppuku, like the Japanese... Oh my gosh. Suicide. Yeah. Like, which but that's not. Was a form of suicide used by samurai for but honorable also, death. Yeah, but also he knows how she died. Or he knows how Adam said she died. Well, which is I, not it's like that. we don't know what details Adam gave. Okay. But also, she's Burmese. <laughs> she's not Japanese. That's not. So he's literally just reducing his girlfriend to an Asian stereotype. Oh, yeah, no. Also, it's like, so do you, sir, think that she's guilty of yeah something and like, or like it's her fault somehow, or like she should feel bad about this? Like, it's so messed up. And he also like, oh, he later mad. told police, he said, Rebecca comes from a true Asian background. They just look at things differently in terms of responsibility. What? Yeah. Meanwhile, her family is like, there is no way that she would ever commit suicide. No. And they also, Rebecca was a very strong Christian. Yeah. And it's like, That's, she would not do that. They yeah. are adamant. They're like, she would never do that. No. And also, Max was still alive. Exactly. So not that if he, once he died that she, it would have been understandable. But like I like, said, like at the time they thought that he might be okay. Hey, yeah. He was in stable condition. So... I get like feeling bad, but yeah, I just, Ooh, it just, Ooh, it makes me furious and it like, yeah, yeah, him, all of that makes me so mad. Yeah. And just tells me that he did not respect her culture or like respect her as a human being, honestly. No. So how was she with him for so long? I don't know. He's ugly. Yeah. Is he still alive? I think so. Oh, uh, he is really ugly. I hope he hears this. <laughs> Me you too. You are ugly, and so is your brother. Haven't seen a picture of him. He's but also you're ugly. related. Here, so. I'll show you. Uggos. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, they're both uggos. Yeah. So, Rebecca's family obviously was not gonna take this. They do not think that it was suicide. So they hired a Seattle lawyer named Ann Bremer, Bremner, who took the case pro bono because Aww. she believed so strongly in their case, which How is amazing. Kind. And then she brought in Dr. Cyril Wecht to do a second autopsy. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it should. So this guy... Ted Bundy? Um, no. Okay. Wait, that's a long time between... Uh, JFK. Oh, John Bonet, huh? Kurt Cobain, Lacey Peterson. Okay, yeah, that's why it sounds yeah, familiar. If there's an infamous case, Cyril Wecht probably worked on it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Lacey Peterson? <laughs> We're not getting into that. <laughs> Maybe another time. In John Bonet. <laughs> oh, we also got thoughts on that. Oh, we, yeah. we can't say those. No. <laughs> anyway. Um, he concluded that Rebecca's death was the result of homicide. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way and I don't have any training. (laughs) Yeah. So due to the trauma at the base of her neck, he said it could be consistent with hanging, but that it also could be consistent with manual strangulation. Okay. I believe that. So he believes that she was strangled and hung to look like a suicide. Oh, yeah. So um, there was. Agreed. Yeah. Same. Yeah. There was also hemorrhaging near the top of Rebecca's scalp, which in the first autopsy, they said they thought was from her hitting things on the way down. However, Cyril Wecht believed that these could have been intentionally inflicted blows to the back of her head. 
Yeah, I would believe that. So there was also the issue of lividity, which is the pooling of blood after death. Mm -hmm. And it is entirely dependent on the position of your body. And lividity was fixed in Rebecca's back, which could have been from her laying in the grass for 12 hours. Yeah. Or it could have been the fact that Rebecca could have been killed on her back and oh, left yeah. some time and like that before she well, was hanged. Sounds like that would be the case while Adam was painting the walls yes. since it got on her. Yeah. And it like... And while he decide, decided what to do next. Yeah. And the science behind lividity is very weird. It's very dependent, but it can start very early. So it could have happened within that three hours between her time of death. Yeah. And that makes like, sense. her being found. So yeah. there are other things that Anne brought up to suggest why this wasn't a suicide. And a lot of this is stuff that we talked about. Let's but go. We're going to go back over it. Let's go women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's- Whatever there is the, well, I don't know the, how to say the name of the person that did the autopsy. Cyril Wecht. No, that's Cyril. a man. Okay. <laughs> but Anne is the yeah. lawyer. And I just wanted to make sure that, that it no. wasn't all women. Um, the only man so far that I've trusted in this. Yeah. So one of the things that Anne brought up is that Rebecca's hair was tucked into the noose, which in most cases, women who hang themselves will pull their hair out just like comfortable yeah and it's literally just i can't even like put a shirt on and have my hair exactly it's women's like not even just instinct instinct. it's just like what you do yeah when you put on a necklace or a shirt or whatever you pull your hair out yeah and it's like it's second nature it's not something you would have to think about no and also noted that most women who commit suicide would not do so naked no it is very demeaning. It's dehumanizing. Yeah. And it's like, it just doesn't make sense. No. Um, also, most women who commit suicide do so in a way that is like less messy. Yeah. Because women think about the cleanup pe- yeah. and stuff. And so it's like, it's very out of character for a woman to paint all over the walls and leave a yeah. mess and like all of that stuff. She doesn't really seem like someone that would do that. Yeah. So... Now we're going to talk about there was a reenactment done to kind of see if this was possible. Oh, gosh. And I will note this reenactment was not done by police. I think it was done by like a news station. Um, yeah. And you can like watch the whole thing. I don't want to. Which like it's not bad. It's like okay. they don't show that. Yeah. They just like have this girl tie herself up and okay. see like, could you move? Like, can yeah. you hop to the balcony kind of thing? Yeah. So they have this woman about the same height and weight as Rebecca, and they have her go through all the steps, tying her feet, how she would have had to, the gag, and then her hands. And like I said, she would have had to tie her hands in front of her body, slip one hand out, put the ropes behind her back, and then put her hand back in. That's so complicated. Yeah. And all of the steps, like the tying her like cutting the rope tying her feet tying her hands would have taken it took the reenactor about 30 minutes yeah and she put a gag in her mouth also it doesn't make any sense i mean i know that it wasn't suicide and the reenactor herself said there's a lot of time to think and change your mind oh yeah like if that was suicide and 30 minutes and that's 30 minutes with her knowing like exactly Exactly how to tie the knots and like exactly what she did yeah so rebecca would have then had to hop out of the room and onto the balcony yeah and the balcony was about 38 inches high and rebecca was 5 3 so the railing would have been about the height of her hips she did have three small abrasions near her abdomen that could have come from like essentially folding herself over yeah like frontwards 
Um, but <laughs> it, yeah, it doesn't make sense. No. And essentially, the reenactment proved that it was possible for Rebecca to have done it herself. Highly unlikely. But yeah, it doesn't seem like it makes any sense. No. They also did a separate reenactment using like a bag and dropping it off the railing and like proving that the bed would have shifted a lot more than it did. Uh But that one was really like not scientific. No. And so I'm just not really going to go into depth into what they found on that one. That's fine. Police in attempting to uphold their belief that it was suicide showed examples of the ties on Rebecca's hands and how it was possible for you to tie it on yourself, essentially. However, when you compare them, the knot in the reenactment that they showed does not match the knot in the ropes found Mm. on Rebecca's body, meaning it would have been had to have been tied like upside down from what they showed. Hmm. So it's like, well, then that's not exact. That doesn't prove anything. Yeah, no. So we're going to talk a little bit more about Adam. I don't like him. No. Yeah. What's our last name? Shacknai. Adam Shacknai. You are a piece of shit. (laughs) Agreed. So... On July 12th, late that night before Rebecca was found, somebody, quote unquote, aka Adam, searched for terms like sexy Asian girls and bondage Ew. anime Ew. on his phone. Gross. He said somebody Which, did that. Well, this is like, they're like, somebody did this from Adam's phone. But it's like, obviously Who else? Adam. Like, what yeah. the heck? No one else is out of the house, right? Right. Which is, it's very freaky that he's searching for... Asian girls and and bondage. bondage. Um, And Adam also admitted to looking at pornography the morning of July 13th. Just like, when is that after? That's the morning that she was found. found. Yeah, gross. And he called the police at 648. Ew. It's like, what the heck? When did you do that? Yeah. Ew. Why would you you admit to that? I mean, (laughs) because they found it, obviously. So he's like, I mean, yeah, I did it. (laughs) But... So, yeah. The audacity of this ugly man. It's, oh, it goes all through me. So, Rebecca's family filed a civil suit against Nina, Dina, and Adam, claiming that Rebecca was attacked before being thrown over the railing. Mm -hmm. And the lawsuit against Nina and Dina was eventually dropped because there was surveillance footage of them at the hospital at the time that her death happened. Yeah. Some people still think they were involved. They could have given the idea, but also he totally was looking up that stuff on his own. Exactly. I don't really, like, I can see why people think it. I don't really think it. I don't think they were probably super sad about it. Yeah. But you can't blame, just because they might be bad people. It's like, clearly they're a little messed up, but I don't think that they did it. it. I think it sounds like it was all him. I don't know. There's also literally no evidence against them. Yeah. So anyway. They have an alibi as much as I hate to admit it, but I think we should just focus on him. Yeah. So it's dropped against them, but they continued with the civil suit against Adam. Good. And they had to do a civil suit. Because he was ruled a suicide. Because it was ruled a suicide. So there's literally like in the eyes of the law. He did nothing. There's no one to be found guilty. Yeah. So... They alleged that Adam was solely responsible for Rebecca's death, and the suit began in February of 2018, and the family literally said, they're like, we're not doing this for money. We literally just want to prove he's responsible and, like, maybe try and pressure the police to open the case. Yeah. He is responsible. Yeah. But he's a powerful white man, and they're an Asian family in Missouri. Which, also let me know, Jonah paid all of Adam's legal fees. That's so messed up. Yeah. So, if my sibling 
murdered someone, I would not. Someone I'm that sorry, you cared face, about. Face your consequences. Like someone you My cared about. My siblings would never everyone, but just <laughs> to be clear, but it's like you chose to do that. Like, And it's like if you're supporting a family member through something like some other crime, I don't yeah. care, like robbery, I don't care. Yeah. But not only was it murder, but it was murder of someone that you claimed to love. For multiple years. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. anyway, we're going to talk a little bit more about the evidence that came out in this trial yeah. that was used to get a verdict. So, there were no fingerprints on the paintbrushes whatsoever that Not were even used hers. for yep, the painting. So, it is believed that they would have been wiped clean. Yeah, because if she had done it, she wouldn't wipe it off. Exactly. Um, Rebecca's fingerprints were present only on the blade of the larger knife not the handle. There were no prints on the handle, which she would have had to use this knife to cut the rope. Yeah. And it's in the reenactment, the woman was cutting the rope, holding the handle like you normally do. Yeah. And she was still struggling. Yeah. How would you even, I don't even know how you would go about cutting a rope. Without holding. Without holding the handle of a knife. No. So that just doesn't make sense. This part is a little rough. If anyone needs to skip ahead. Um, Rebecca's blood DNA was found on the handle of one of the knives, but there were no fingerprints on it. And the blood was on like the bottom of the handle, but Rebecca was not bleeding at all except from her period. So the prosecution asserts that the only way for Rebecca's blood to have been on that knife is if she was assaulted with it. Yeah. Which is so awful. And it's literally just... How do you look at that and not think that she was murdered? Yeah. I don't understand. No. There was also a single drop of blood in the shower and also some drops of blood and her towel and cell phone were across the house. So Why? Uh, we're going to get into the theory that okay. they have later. Okay. Um, that'll kind of explain that. But what what room was all of this stuff found in, though? Like, like all of the rope and like where she was found. The bedroom. Like that she was staying in, though? I think so. Okay, so why was her... Okay, I want to know why then her stuff was across the house. Yeah. So we'll talk about it, I know, yeah. but... Which I just wanted to confirm. It's like, there's no explanation for that if it was suicide. No. It doesn't make sense, but... No. Um, there were several pairs of gloves around the house, like gardening gloves or whatever, but in 2011, the DNA samples on these were too small to examine, so they are just like, eh. That's stupid. Yeah. And this is in 2018 that they did this civil suit? Mm-hmm. Okay. The Zahaus hired a handwriting expert named Michael Wachschel to analyze the painted message. And he believed that the writing more closely matched Adam's than Rebecca's. First of all, Adam wrote like his M's in a very specific way where the last line of the M kind of drags down further. I remember this. Yeah. And uh, that's consistent with the M on the wall. Mm-hmm. And the writing on the wall also leaned to the left, like Adam's, whereas Rebecca's writing leaned to the right. Um, The writing on the wall was also higher than a person of Rebecca's height would probably write at. So when you're writing on a Mm -hmm. wall, you usually write at like shoulder height. Yeah. Um, But the writing on the wall was around shoulder height for someone who is 5'11", and Rebecca was 5'3". Yeah. So it would have been her like writing above her head. Whereas it would have been about Adam's shoulder height. So, because he was about 5'11". Right. So, there was also tape residue found on Rebecca's calves that was not addressed by police at any point. Weird. Yeah. I mean, not weird for them to not address something, but... 
police and people that argue for suicide might argue that because there was no DNA found other than Rebecca's, that it had to have been suicide. But that doesn't necessarily mean much because like with the gloves, maybe they just couldn't test anything. Yeah. Also, the knife that Adam used to cut Rebecca down was tested. The knife that he Mm -hmm. was proven to have touched had none of his DNA on it or anything. So it's like, it's not unrealistic to think that his DNA wouldn't be on the other things that he touched. Yeah, if he cleaned it all. Yeah. So when Adam was questioned about the knots, he said he didn't know how to tie those. <laughs> Liar. Which it's like, you've worked on boats for 15 years. And those are you, simple knots, apparently. If you, literally, if you Google boating knots. Those are the top two. A cleat hitch knot is the first one that comes up. There is no way this man didn't know how to tie it. Yeah. And it's like, if you're innocent, why are you denying something so So stupid and circumstantial? Yeah. So. Because he's a liar. The Zahau's attorney, Keith Greer, created a story of events that explains kind of what he thinks happened, which explains the blood and her stuff across the the house okay so he believes that rebecca showered and turned the water off and that there's a little bit of blood there from her period okay and when she got out of the shower adam confronted her and that maybe this might have like part of the confrontation happened on the other side of the house somehow okay maybe he like called her down there or something you know like somehow he got her down there he then believes that she was struck on the back of the head gagged assaulted and hanged so the motive people theorize could have been rage about what happened to max and also perverted mind i think it's more that yeah based on his google searches based on his google searches and also based on the total like detachment yeah in his phone call like the kid it's like you don't sound like you care about your nephew at all i feel like he felt like that maybe gave him permission from his brother Mm -hmm. to do whatever gross stuff he wanted yeah i think that he was just gross oh sicko horrible yeah a sicko that works a bad one so at the end of the trial the civil suit jurors determined that adam was guilty thank god of the murder and death of Rebecca Zahau. Some smart people, finally. Yeah. He was determined to owe her family $5 million, which Rebecca's family was like, we know he doesn't have that. Yeah. We don't really care. Yeah. They just Um, wanted him to be found guilty. Yeah. Without his knowing, Adam's insurance company did pay a settlement to the Zahau family for 600 grand. They at least got something, Something, which is good. Um, However, Adam continues to deny the allegations and he appealed the verdict. He also called Rebecca's family posers, which is like, what? How does that even apply? And it's like, why are you making fun of this woman's family who is grieving? Yeah. Like, I understand you don't want to be accused for this thing you definitely did. Yeah. But why are you calling them posers of all the Also, like, if you didn't do it, it just makes you look like an asshole. Which you already are. Like, dude. A guilty one at that. So in February of 2019, a judge actually dismissed the case. That's stupid. But said that the verdict against Adam would remain. So I don't totally understand what that means, but Does essentially that mean he can't appeal anymore. Like it's like essentially his name is cleared, but the verdict is still on file. That doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. Did he get paid off? 
I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. No. But yeah, his name is technically cleared, but the verdict is still on file. So he can pass a background check. I think so, yeah. That's stupid. But also, if you Google his name, it comes up. So Yeah. The sheriff's department still stands by their story that Rebecca committed suicide. They're a bunch of idiots. Yeah. I'll say it to their faces. Oh, I would happily say it to their faces. They reviewed their findings in 2018 and once again concluded that it was suicide. Um, so that just is infuriating. That is just, I, that is just not true. I really think that money worked oh, into this case somehow be. because it has to be that there's just no way you can't be that dumb. Right. I don't. That's how I feel about these cops. I'm like, you can't be that dumb. Right. Like, really? I'm just like nothing about like it that. has to be money. Nothing like, about the scene says suicide. No. Nothing about it. I just it, it blows my mind how dumb people are. Agreed. Rebecca's family is petitioning the medical examiner's office to change the cause of death to either homicide or at least undetermined. Okay, good. Um, They have also filed a civil suit against the San Diego Sheriff's Department, arguing that they should be allowed to see more of the investigative materials. As they should. Um, They are arguing that the police didn't make all of the materials public and that they only released things that that would support their theory. So, yeah, the latest things I could find on that were from July of this year. And originally a date had been set for October 15th. Uh, That's next week. Which would be next week. But I cannot find if that still remains. Yeah, if it does and we find out anything else about it, we'll definitely update yeah, on isn't that. it a week from today yeah so well from when we were recording this yeah. everyone really hope that something comes of it yeah for their family goodness so that is the really infuriating case that might be one of the ones i've been most angry about yeah. i mean i've been angry about a lot of them but it just oh it makes me furious oh so it was a really rough one yeah and um yeah those are a bunch of idiots and adam sucks yeah he's disgusting i'll fight you i'll fight him too we i think we can we take, can take him. him he looks like a wimp yeah he looks like he can't swim agreed i hope he hears that he's a tugboat operator yeah he can't swim agreed okay yeah well what an uggo yeah and to conclude he is a sick sick, sick person yeah and it's okay to insult people's looks if they suck yeah, if they murdered someone if, and got away with if it. If they murdered someone or are racist towards their longtime girlfriends. Yeah, he also sucks. You're allowed to insult their appearance and only really in those circumstances. Yeah. So there might be more that I don't know, but I'll if, think of them if, later. If we get to them, we'll yeah. let you know. All right. Um, well, what a bummer. Yeah. Maybe Katie will f- get a good haunting for us next week. Oh, it's yeah. As, um, it's spooky season. Depressing. Yeah. Sydney picked this one out before. I kind of forgot. Thinking it was spooky yeah. season. So, yeah, I'll try to do a little more lighthearted. Great. Okay. <laughs> R.I.P. Rebecca and Max. Mm-hmm. For real. <laughs> really? Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Oh, okay. <sighs> well, follow us follow us on instagram at something sick podcast or on twitter at a sick podcast or on tiktok at something sick podcast or send us an email at something sick podcast at gmail.com and we'll see you next week homies bye keep it spooky 